Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. There are two major lies that are being told to the American people right now that are being orchestrated not just by the White House from Joe Biden to Kamala Harris to Nancy Pelosi to Chuck Schumer. But they're also now being organized and delivered to you on a silver platter from the media. These two lies, by the way, have nothing to do with one another. But they're the two biggest stories that you're supposed to be obsessed with as an adult in society today. Number one is gun control. There is an obsession now to push gun control and the hatred for white men even though we now found out that the shooter in Colorado was actually a Syrian-born gunman. Ahmad Alisa, 21, he was known to the FBI. He ranted about Islamophobes hacking his phone before killing 10 at this grocery store with an assault rifle that he bought one week ago with a background check. Now, remember, originally they said it was an evil white guy that did this. Not a white guy, not an evil guy, a guy from Syria. Shouldn't matter, but this is the politics of race in America today. Evil white guys are the enemy of everyone, and they should be feared by everyone because white guys are the ones that always do these shootings, right? That's what the media is now pushing, even though now it's been completely debunked. There's also another story they're lying to you about. 
Liberals are now lying about the crisis at the border and just how bad it actually is. It is so bad now that even the president of Mexico has come out and said that Biden is responsible, solely responsible for the migrant surge at the border. Now, the big lie is that somehow Joe Biden's not to blame for what's happening right there. But expectations created by Joe Biden about better treatment for migrants led to the current border surge. That is what Mexico's president said this morning. He had a daily news conference and he spoke about the ongoing crisis and said the increase in migrants not only entering Mexico from other countries, but Mexicans trying to leave Mexico and heading the U.S. is due to the expectations that were directly created by President Joe Biden. Quote, expectations were created with the government and President Biden that would be a better that there would be a better treatment of migrants. And this has caused Central American migrants and also from our country wanting to cross the border, thinking that it's so much easier to do so now. The statement comes one day after Mexico's military confirmed the deployment of 8,700 soldiers to curb the growing number of migrants traveling through their country to America. But the media tells you that this is all Trump's fault somehow. So let's deal with all of these lies. The two biggest lies in the two biggest stories that are being pushed on society right now in this country. Number one, the lie was that the guy who killed everybody in Colorado was a white guy. Now, the race shouldn't matter. But everything comes down to race now with the Democratic Party. And everything comes down to race in the media. It must be a race war. Senate Democrats say the Boulder shooting is a, is a moment to take our stand also on gun control, which is another part of the lie, that somehow gun control would have changed this, would have fixed it. It would not have. Would not have fixed it at all. Senator Blumenthal now says all Republicans are, quote, complicit in all mass shootings because we refuse to act, even though that's also not true. Democrats are the ones that are also not voting for mass gun control. Democrats have the ability to pass whatever the hell they want to pass right now. Don't forget that. Why are they not passing it? Why are they now talking about executive orders? Because they don't have the votes because they know that's insane to do this. Now, let's go back to one of the other lies. I'm going to play for you a brilliant piece of audio from Tucker Carlson talking about the race war in this country. Colorado's shooter's race was all that mattered to Democrats, to the progressive elite, to the media until we found out that this guy actually isn't white. He's a Syrian-born individual that is an ISIS sympathizer that is not a MAGA supporter but actually hated MAGA and hated Donald Trump. This, hor- this horrific boulder shooting that left 10 dead, the only thing that mattered in the aftermath was blame white people for it, get gun control for this issue, and claim that the guy's a Trump supporter even though he was none of the things that they accused early on. Because never let a crisis go to waste. That's the Democrats' motto. Take a listen. Police responded quickly to the massacre and they arrested a 21-year-old suspect. Watch how CNN described the scene. We know that the suspect is in custody. He was injured. They have not released any details about who he was, but we did see footage of uh, a white general, a white man. He was wearing shorts, no shoes, no shirt. He seemed to be bleeding down his leg, and he was handcuffed. Now, again, notice how CNN wanted to make it very clear that the 10 killed in the Boulder shooting, including a police officer, was all caused by a white guy, because let's, let's get started with race here. 
They're wrong, by the way. They're not going to have a a a a. a they're not going to correct the rector record here, right? They're not going to go on air and say, we want to apologize to all white men in America that we indicted for being the problem and the cause of gun violence in America that we indicted yesterday. And we retract the previous statement. The guy who did this was a white guy. They're not going to do that because that is not needed if you're a CNN watcher. Because we've already indicted you. That's what we do. In other words, CNN told you, we don't really know anything about what just happened. We do think a, quote, white man did it. That was CNN's first observation. What they cared about most was the gunman's race. To CNN, that was the all-important thing, not the 10 lying dead or the grieving children they left behind. No, the shooter's skin color. So this is what wokeness is. This is how you see the world when you've been so corrupted by ideological mania do you consider even a mass shooting a perfect opportunity to push your race-based political agenda? He was a white man. That's all you needed to know. Then we learn the suspect's name. He is Ahmed Aliwi Alisa. And that fact raised an immediate problem for the race mongers. Does Ahmed Alisa qualify as a white man? Now, honestly, you may be wondering, who cares? He just shot 10 people. That's the only fact that matters. And by the way, for what it's worth, Ahmed Elisa looks pretty pale to us, too. Again, not that decent people ought to care one way or the other about his race. But to the bigots in charge of America's increasingly convoluted and politicized system of racial classification, his race is the only thing that mattered. They decided that people called Ahmed Alaliwi Elisa cannot be white men, no matter what they look like. People with names like that are oppressed, therefore they're not white. Now, that's insanity. But it's where we are right now. It's where they've taken us. So, of course, once we learned his name, the entire storyline, <clears throat> excuse me, had to be rewritten immediately. Amy Siskind is a former finance ghoul who now sends angry tweets for a living. Siskind is highly popular in the so-called progressive community online. Siskind's first assessment of the crime was this, quote, It was almost certainly a white man, again. If he were black or brown, he would be dead. That was Amy Siskind's hot take. And lots of people agreed with her. But by the way, Amy's viewpoint here, and I want to get this. She says, quote, in other words, it was almost certain a white man again. If he were black or brown, he would be dead. The shooter was taken into custody. In other words, it was almost certainly a white man again. Now, why would he be dead? I want you to think about what would have happened here. What we now know from the information given by authorities is after the gunman saw that police were there and killed one police officer, he didn't want to die. So what he decided to do was take off his armor, his vest, lay down on the ground, take his clothes off, his shirt off, making sure and throwing his guns to the side. Why would he be dead? Going back to Amy's hot takes on Twitter, right? The social, the, the progressive left. This man... Are you telling me that if he was black or brown laying on the ground without a shirt on, they would have shot him in the back of the head, assassination style? They would have blown him away as he laid there on the floor in the grocery store waiting to be taken into custody with no gun in hand? I doubt that. I doubt that a lot. Doesn't seem to matter, though, right? Because we've already put it out there on the Internet. We've already indicted that white people have special privilege here and only a black man or a brown man would understand my tweet that they would be dead, but the white guy gets to live. It wasn't a white guy. So your whole entire assertion is just wrong. 
The guy's from Syria. He's not a white guy. Second of all, he laid on the ground. If he was black or brown, he would have laid on the ground. They would not have shot him assassination style because police aren't that stupid. Oh, but it doesn't matter. We got a narrative we got to fix here. We got a narrative we got to fight for. And that is that white men, there's a different standard for them, even though the guy wasn't even white. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we didn't the realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. One of the other takes that the left had about this shooter before they knew any of the facts was 
that it had to be a white guy going in and targeting somebody that was that was like a minority. Right. The problem with that narrative is also there's a huge issue. The people that were killed were white in Colorado. But again, go back to the left here. Quote, the shooter was taken into custody. In other words, it was almost certainly a white man. Wasn't. Parentheses, she writes again, Amy Siskin. If he were black or brown, he would be dead. Not true. The guy wasn't white and he's not dead. What happened? The guy was Middle Eastern, right? In theory. Why didn't they shoot him in the aisle? Because he took his clothes off and he made sure after he engaged that police officer that he had laid on the ground, put his vest off and threw his guns away based on what we've been told from reporting. So Amy Siskin says in America, if you do all those things, you're going to be just blown to pieces, blown to hell. You're going to be blown to hell because you're as long as you're anything but white. This is the race war narrative you got to push in this country. Last week, it was Asian Americans under attack because of the attack on the sex workers at these different Asian spas. You know, the guy who committed the heinous crime there said, I wasn't targeting somebody because they're Asian. I was targeting them because they got me addicted and ruined my life with sex. He's crazy, clearly. But he even said it had nothing to do with them being Asian. Apparently, he loves sleeping with Asian sex workers. So he's not racist towards Asian. He was angry that his life had been taken over because he's a sex addict with the people at these spas that offered these services. He looked at them and said it was not racially motivated. It was based on the industry that had ruined my life. That's what he said. Nope, doesn't matter. We got to have a race war here. We got to say it's all it's a, it's all a white guy trying to kill a bunch of Asian people because he's racist. Guys are saying, no, 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 it had nothing to do with that. Yeah, no, it had to. You don't understand yourself. We know what your real intent was. You hate Asians. No, I really don't. I just was going after sex workers that I believe ruined my life. Nope, doesn't work for our narrative. Got to change it. Got to make it something different. Sorry, we got to change it something very different. We're going to work on that right now. We're going to change your words and change your beliefs and change why you did this to fit the narrative that we believe should it should fit. Thanks for playing. You're in jail. Back to more of the race baiters in this country. Then the shooter's identity emerged. And of course, Siskin had to change her view immediately. Please don't mention his name, Siskin instructed her followers. We wouldn't want to, quote, glorify the killer with the attention of having his name widely known. It's pretty amazing to be able to watch this happen in real time. The great thing about Twitter, despite all the downsides, is that you get to see how the lies are manufactured. Kamala Harris's niece, someone called Mina Harris, also weighed in on the race of the gunman. White men, she wrote, are the greatest terrorist threat to our country. Then police announced it was actually a guy called Ahmed, so Mina Harris had to correct herself. But she kept up the racial attacks because that's what she does. Mina Harris had assumed that Elisa was white, she wrote, quote, based on his being taken into custody alive and the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. So Ahmed Elisa, if you're following along, wasn't white, but white men are still bad. Got it? You may not even have noticed because you hear things like this every single day. You hear them constantly. And if you step back, you've got to wonder how long the rich and the powerful people like Amy Siskind and Mina Harris and countless others can continue this, can keep attacking a single racial group before our country breaks apart. We may find out in the end because no one seems to be stopping them. No one even mentions it. 
But to those who are interested in the tragedy of yesterday, the question remains, who was this Ahmed Alaliwi Alisa? And here's what we know right now. Apparently, he's an immigrant from Syria who came here as a child. He's now a naturalized American citizen. He's political, but likely not a QAnon sympathizer. He's not a right-winger. In fact, his social media posts seem to track pretty consistently with CNN's primetime editorial views. A former classmate told the Denver Post that Elisa saw himself as an oppressed victim of racism. In high school, he would, quote, talk about being Muslim and how if anyone tried anything, he would file a hate crime. Three years ago, he was charged with violently assaulting a classmate. According to one report this afternoon, Elisa's name was, quote, previously known to the FBI based on an ongoing investigation into one of his associates. And then the AP reported that Elisa may have been delusional. Well, of course he was delusional. He apparently shot 10 people. As of right now, that's pretty much all we know. There aren't that many facts. That's right. All of this was said before we had facts. What I have learned from the left this week is I've learned that Middle Eastern men are now considered white. Somebody sent me a tweet earlier and they said, all right, so if Middle Eastern men are now considered white, I guess that means that Jesus really was white. Say that to the world and watch how fast they scream racism. It's not true. That can't be possible. Jesus doesn't exist. And if he does, he's not white. You do understand how messed up it is. That these are the debates that we're having right now in this country. That this is where we are in this country right now. All of this has been overshadowed. Everything that, that, uh, about facts and reality have been overshadowed because we're going to move forward with this no matter what. And don't forget, thoughts and prayers are not good enough anymore. Senator Richard Blumenthal, he's now saying that Republicans are the ones to blame for mass shootings in America. It is all their fault. Every mass shooting is the fault of Republicans. Senator Blumenthal is now out front. So, Senator, Senator Cruz is saying uh, you and your party are just playing politics after every mass shooting and that you're proposing gun control measures that will do nothing to prevent another mass shooting. He went so far as to call it ridiculous theater, his words. What do you say to Senator Cruz? Uh, to Senator Cruz, I would say thoughts and prayers are good, but they're not enough. And after every one of these shootings, my Republican colleagues say that they're offering thoughts and prayers, but then they oppose common sense constitutional measures to separate people from guns when those people are dangerous. You know, a shooter in Atlanta is just a misogynist and a racist, except when armed with a gun, and then he becomes a monster and a mass murderer. In Boulder, that shooter was a deeply disturbed man who became a mass killer because he had an assault weapon that could kill people with the efficiency and speed meant for the battlefield. So guns make all of these serious problems even more fatal and deadly, especially for domestic violence victims who then can be killed, five times more likely to be killed, in those situations. And that's why we need to make sure that we adopt these common sense measures. So you heard President Biden say he does not know if he can get gun control done through Congress. He hasn't looked at the numbers. Um, By the way, that's a lie. Joe Biden has looked at the numbers. I want you to understand that. Joe Biden has completely looked at these numbers. He knows he doesn't have it. Hence why they're saying executive order. You don't even float the idea of executive order unless you know you need to go to executive order and that's your only option. That's the only way you do this, folks. 
You don't do executive order. You don't mention executive order. You don't give senators a reason to get out of voting if you think you have the votes by saying that we might have an executive order that we sign here. You say that we have the executive order that we might sign here because of that reason. And that's, I mean, it's, it's it, you know, saying, oh, well, Biden says he doesn't have, know the numbers. Of course he does. The Democrats are in charge. It's not hard to figure out the vote count. He was there for Sandy Hook. Um, there weren't uh, the numbers then. Senator Joe Manchin, uh, who you need to pass virtually anything right now due to the 50-50 tie, has supported much gun control legislation, but does not support two bills already passed by the House that Biden, Biden was touting today, uh, in part because of uh, a wide expansion in background checks that those would entail. Putting aside Republicans, if you don't have Senator Manchin, is this a non-starter? Aaron, we shouldn't be putting aside Republicans. They bear a responsibility as well. That was the whole point of my exchange this morning with Senator Cruz, because they are the ones who are ducking that responsibility and become complicit in all of these shootings. It's not just Boulder. It's 100 killings a day, not to mention the emotional trauma and injuries that result the eight children lost every day to guns that are stored unsafely. And so I think my Republican colleagues are going to put be put on. But listen to this part. This is it right here. I think my Republican colleagues are going to be put on record. We're going to have a vote. We have a president who is committed to this cause, both houses of Congress. And most importantly, hmm. we have a popular political movement, a grassroots movement led by a new generation like the Parkland students in March for Our Lives. Uh, by the way, there are multiple mass shootings every weekend in Democrat-controlled inner cities. Dozens die, and these people don't give a crap. The media doesn't cover them. I'll give you an example. March the 22nd, Monday. You want to know what the headline was for ABC7 News in Chicago? Here it is. Chicago shootings. 21 shot. That would be a mass shooting. Four fatally and weakened violence across the city. You see any Democrats running to Chicago where they have the most extreme gun control laws demanding that something be changed? No, because they don't give a crap. This is about power and control and taking away your Second Amendment rights. If it was actually about stopping gun violence, they'd be in Chicago this past weekend where there were multiple mass shootings. But that doesn't matter there because that's a Democrat-controlled city with extreme gun control and it's not working. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days. 
maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, oh. started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Fast forward to Monday in Chicago. This is after what happened on Sunday. You had another 15 that were shot. I would call that another mass shooting. Three fatally. Monday in Chicago. Overall, Monday nearly was nearly as violent as the entire weekend in Chicago when 20 people were shot four of them fatally. So you got seven dead in Chicago from Friday to Monday and total number of people shot is 35 from Friday to Monday. I'm sorry, they weren't counting Friday. That's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So in a three-day period, you had 35 people shot in Chicago. Fake news doesn't, fake news doesn't actually care about this violence because it doesn't fit their narrative in Chicago, Right. By the way, Black Lives Matter doesn't actually care about black lives like they claim because if they did, they'd be losing their minds about 35 people being shot and some of them dying in Chicago, the majority of them black. They only care about what fits their narrative. These headlines are from the past weeks in Chicago. Nationwide, violent crime has skyrocketed in liberal cities, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Portland, as a result, by the way, of the defund the police insanity. We also have loosened prosecution standards by those in power on the left who are trying to rehabilitate everyone under the sun instead of actually putting people in jail in these communities that desperately need help. 
These are mass shootings based on Democrat standards. I'll give you another one. Another headline from March the 15th, okay? 40 shot. That's a mass shooting. Five fatally in Chicago this weekend. 15 of the shooting victims were wounded in a single attack early Sunday during a party at a Southside business. These are all headlines just from Chicago. Here's another one. March 1st, 27 shot. That's also a mass shooting. Six fatally in Chicago this weekend. Another headline from the Chicago Sun-Times. A six-year-old boy was killed in a shooting Friday night in the 6300 block of South Richmond Street, and then 26 more were shot, six fatally in the rest of the weekend. The media doesn't actually care about these lives or black lives that are being ruined in Chicago. Black Lives Matter doesn't care about the black lives being ruined in Chicago. These mass shootings, because it doesn't fit the narrative, right, of what they want. They want action on gun control, even though they have gun control in Chicago and it's not working in Chicago. All these laws that they're demanding that we have nationwide because of what just happened with all these white people being shot. All the victims, by the way, that were shot in Colorado were white. So someone explained to me the headlines that should exist based on liberal logic. What it should say is ISIS extremists, ISIS sympathizer, anti-Trump gunmen, Muslim gunmen, however you want to put it, gunned down 10 white Americans. That doesn't appear in the newspapers. We just got word now that it's 10 white people. 10 white people that were killed. Where's the race beating now? Because we've already had the tale of, of two shootings in two different cities where they claimed it was all racist. Now it's not because it's just white people that died. White gunmen targeted several spas around the region. Six of the eight people who lost their lives were Asian American. The gunman told police he was a sex addict, and that's what fueled his rage, not that they were Asian American. The media dismissed the gunman's motive immediately, said it was a racially motivated attack inspired by his skin color because he's white, and of course they said his Christian faith. They said then it was a hate crime. That's why two non-Asian American victims were all but ignored by the media. It did not fit their perceived narrative that they needed for us to believe in, which is everything's racism. And the gunman was white, so it must be a hate crime. Now we have the photographs, the 10 people killed by the, sus- the suspect in Boulder, Colorado from Syria. Remember, it was a race issue before we knew that he wasn't white. Now there's no evidence of race playing a role in the attack, they say. Everybody that was shot and killed was white. White woman, white man, white man, white police officer, white woman, white woman, white woman, white man, white woman, white woman, white man. So how is the media handling the mass shooting at a grocery store? Many journalists reported that the gunman was a white man, and you have to imagine that some even relished the thought of the victims that were targeted because of their race. Turned out the gunman is a Muslim man, originally from Syria, and when the news came out the media's coverage was wrong, they just decided, oops, we'll just take a different turn with this. By the way, no one's bringing up the word terrorist attack, and I don't know why, because it doesn't sound like a terrorist attack. But hey, journalists now are completely ignoring the race and or the religion, both the skin color and the religion of the man who committed the crime against all white people. Some reporters are still salivating at the hope of a white supremacy hate crime. Said the attacker was a victim of Islamophobia committed by white supremacists. One journalist actually said on TV. As for the victims, all of them white, all 10 of them, 
And now the media's intentionally left out who they are out of their coverage and their skin color out of their coverage. And why is that? Because this is not the narrative they want to sell. Where are all the political pundits demanding a national conversation about ending anti-white hatred? Because we were having the conversation about white hatred before we knew what the skin color of this guy was. Why didn't the New York Times have a front page headline reading Muslim man murders 10 white Americans in supermarket? Answer is very simple. It's because that sort of mass shooting does not fit the definition of a hate crime. When a minority is gunned down and the shooter's white, the story becomes about race. But when the gunman is a minority and the victims are white, the story becomes about gun control. You see how this works. I would argue that hate is hate no matter what. Murder is murder no matter what. No matter what the color of one's skin is. But the mainstream media and the Democrats, no, no, no. We got we to gotta say it differently now. It's totally different now. Muslim man guns down 10 white Americans. Headline will never, ever, ever say that. Never. I got to go back to something that was said earlier. Um, that is a, a, a point that I, I just want to go back to the very beginning of what Tucker had to say about what they were saying about race at the very beginning of this. Family. Police responded quickly to the massacre and they arrested a 21-year-old suspect. Watch how CNN described the scene. We know that the suspect is in custody. He was injured. They have not released any details about who he was, but we did see footage of uh, a white general, a white man. He was wearing shorts, no shoes, no shirt. He seemed to be bleeding down his leg and he was handcuffed. In other words, CNN told you, we don't really know anything about what just happened. We do think a, quote, white man did it. That was CNN's first observation. What they cared about most was the gunman's race. To CNN, that was the all-important thing, not the 10 lying dead or the grieving children they left behind. No, the shooter's skin color. So this is what wokeness is. This is how you see the world when you've been so corrupted by ideological mania that you consider even a mass shooting a perfect opportunity to push your race-based political agenda. And by the way, Tucker Carlson's right. I'll give you another example. Elam Omar is now facing backlash for a tweet about the Boulder massacre suspects race. Representative Amar, Elam Omar, Democrat Muslim woman from Minneapolis, faced backlash after claiming there were different narratives used with mass shootings based on their race or ethnicity. In a tweet posted, the day after the mass shooting in Boulder, Colorado, that left 10 dead, Omar claimed that the, quote, race or ethnicity, quote, unquote, of mass shooters appeared to be the main focus of the media when the shooters aren't white. Are you kidding me? Prominent liberals jumped to conclusions about the race of the Boulder shooter. We just proved that. CNN said he was a white guy. And now you're going to claim it's the opposite? You people are insane. And you want to know why we can't have a real conversation about actual laws that might make a difference? Because you guys can't even get the basic facts right about what's happening in this country. Don't worry, they're still going to push for gun control because that's all that matters. They're still going to push the race war because that's all that matters. Nothing else but that matters. I want to remind you, make sure you share uh, this podcast, please, with all of your family and friends. 
let others know about this podcast because without you telling people about it, it doesn't exist. Facebook has wiped us from the map. So I, I say it and I mean it sincerely. Please, please make sure you share this uh, podcast. Screenshot it and share it with your family and your friends. Tell others about it. Uh, thank you guys for your support. It means more than you will ever know. We'll keep working hard every day to give you the best news we can. See you back here tomorrow. Have a great day. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.